All right, what's happening? What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Let's get to it on a Wednesday. A couple things to go over today. Uh, one of you uh, sent me an article. Appreciate when, y'all, when all of you reach out on Twitter. You can follow the show at uh, SBD underscore POD at SBD underscore pod. Someone sent me this article about uh, Good Morning America did a story on teenagers and gambling. So we'll get to that. Also, I have a NFL teaser, first NFL bet to give out this season. We have, uh, we'll wrap the show up with that as well. But I want to start off with this other article that I found on a felony investigation into the Iowa sports betting investi- Iowa sports betting investigation. Right, we talked about this before. Little update here: uh, two athletes are being charged with Class D felonies. This news came out late last night, so um, it is Ioma. Uwa Zurike, the former Iowa State football player. I probably should know how to say his name better since he plays for the Broncos currently. But uh, he is charged as well as Pinero Johnson, a current Iowa State wrestler. Both are charged with Class D felonies uh, of identity theft, according to court documents filed in Story County. According to this article on the Gazette.com, uh, quote, the new identity theft charges filed last week allege Uwazarike and Johnson fraudulently used another person's identifying information for their benefit in an amount exceeding $1,500. Court records in both men's cases describe how they allegedly engaged with another individual to create accounts with sports betting companies and then place bets from those accounts. So this is alleging that these individuals signed up with someone else's name, used that account to make bets, thinking they were going to circumvent the rules they were breaking. Obviously, this did not work. Now, I wonder here how many accounts there were opened, right? Was it one individual they, they placed accounts with? Was it multiple that they were like, you know, getting bonuses and promotions and and squeezing out some of those promos? That could be the case as well. You know, time will tell with those and pure speculation on my part. But this is an important thing to remember that... If you're a college athlete, you shouldn't be doing this. But more importantly, you know, these are distractions we have to think about. This is just from a sports betting point of view. Like, how can we apply this? Because obviously for these two young men, I hope nothing comes down too hard on them. Right? These are just kids who made, you know, look, and I'm going to be a little probably more leading it with this anyway, but I don't think they should throw the book at them. It's up to five years in jail. I don't think that should be the case. But this is a reminder of a handicapping point of view from our point of view that there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, right? The idea that these two have been betting on their sports for several years and it's just now coming out shouldn't be some huge shock. This is going on. Kids are betting. This is rampant across the country. It needs to be cleaned up, but that impacts how games are played, what's done. And this isn't some huge lesson or takeaway, but it's just another thing that we need to remember. Kids are betting. This is going on. And I'm not sure how much people are betting on their own sports, but it impacts it impacts things, right? So if you have a school where this is happening more and more, if you have some kind of information on that, you should be betting on that information. But it's just very interesting to see what's going on here. Two people charged with Class D felonies. Yeah, it's going to follow this story for sure. All right, let's get onto the article that uh, one of you sent me on Good Morning America. This was about teenagers and gambling and about how addiction is really taking over with young problem, um, addiction prone teenagers. Now this story focused on one individual, one individual, and they interviewed him throughout the, throughout the story. And he said certain things like he thought he had it put behind him. Um, give me just a sec here. I need some water. Like, uh, he thought he had it put behind him. And apparently this teenager who was uh, anonymous on this story, but this 19 year old struggled with gambling, quit, 
and then found himself back in after rehab. And he said the constant stream of advertising uh, of the ads, right? The commercials kept his gambling as a focus, right? Quote, it was just a temptation of sports betting, you know, all the ads. I'm not going to say all the ads were the reason I did it, but just constantly being reminded of it, this individual said. And, you know, this is, again, kind of a, another reminder on today's show. We don't talk about this enough on this podcast, and I probably should more. I glorify sports betting, right? Because I do it for a living, and I feel like we talk about the positives on here. But it's very important to remember there's a lot of negatives that go into this. Now, I personally believe that just because there's negatives doesn't inherently make it a negative act. But similar to alcohol or sugar, there's things out there that are addictive that aren't by nature bad just because they're addicted. Now, maybe you think alcohol is bad. Maybe you think sugar is bad. That's an individual thing that you need to just whatever, you know, that's your own personal opinion. My point, though, is because something is addictive doesn't necessarily make it bad. That's my opinion. Obviously, we need to care about these individuals, right? That's why when alcohol was legalized after prohibition, things were set up, right? They were, well, it wasn't right after, but that's why AA exists, right? Alcoholics Anonymous. That's why certain programs exist, and there's government programs and private programs and insurance-funded programs and all these different avenues if you have addiction, right? There, there's rehab facilities. There's a bunch of stuff if you're addicted to alcohol, if you're addicted to drugs, if you're addicted to sugar. I know... People laugh at the sugar thing, but it's a very real thing. Human beings get addicted to stuff, right? It's sort of like in the in how our brains work. So sports betting, I think, is like alcohol or like sugar or like anything else that could be addictive. It's up to the individual to be responsible and handle things a certain way. Now, I think more needs to be done for providing framework of what happens if people are addicted, you know? And I think that we're seeing it happen on commercials, on, you know, you can see if you have a gambling problem, you can contact this number. So it is there. But I think in terms of this article with this individual saying, yeah, well, if it weren't for all those art or all those advertisements, maybe it wouldn't be such a bad deal or maybe I wouldn't be doing so poorly. I think that's kind of shifting the focus and shifting the blame. You know, I mean, he did say, you know, I'm not going to say the ads are the reason I did it, but constantly being reminded of it didn't help. That, in my opinion, if you're just asking my opinion about the article or, or how to approach things, I, again, think you need to, you know, take that upon yourself. And if you, you know, just get triggered with, if your gambling is triggered just by seeing an ad, more needs to be done personally to get over those things, right? I mean, avoiding television is likely not a realistic scenario, right? Avoiding the radio or those advertisements is likely not a, realis a realistic scenario, you know? So I I'm not so sure. You know, Bill Miller, the president and CEO of American Gaming Association, he chimed in for this uh, story, and he said that, uh, quote, the legal gaming industry is committed to protecting young adults through age verification, market limitations, and responsible gaming measures. So things like this already exist, but he did go on to say, the same cannot be said for the vast illegal offshore gambling market that does not verify these things. And that's what I do agree with. The more we legalize sports betting, the more regulated it's going to be. The more regulated, the more eyeballs, the more eyeballs, the less corruption. This is all a good thing what's happening. So I think we need more of this. We need to lean into the idea of sports betting becoming legal. We need to lean into the idea of more legalization means more regulation. This is all a good thing. The black market, these offshore accounts, these offshore sports betting, you know, uh, uh, websites, they only offer 
negative things in the long run, in my opinion. Now, for me, for sports better, it's good to get better prices, but regulation is a positive. All right, let's get out of here with a teaser. Let's get a little NFL teaser in here. Uh, first NFL bet of the season, so it's exciting. I'm ready for the, the season to be back. Uh, Six-point teaser, minus 120. Let's give it out. So we're going to give the Minnesota Vikings and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So Minnesota's currently minus six. You can actually find them in a lot of places, minus five and a half. And what you want to do is take Pittsburgh or take the Vikings down to either a pick them or plus a half. Now, the good thing is if you can find five and a half and tease it down to plus a half with the new NFL, new rules, what you find statistically is we're going to get a few more ties every year. So having that plus half is actually more powerful than it might seem. But either way, I think minus six down to a pick them is perfectly profitable for this uh, situation. So the Vikings from minus six to a pick them, that's what we're going to give it out as if you can find five and a half. That is good as well. And we're also going to give out the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh is plus two and a half. That is dropping. It's two in a lot of places, but let's tease that up to plus eight and a half. Now, let me be clear. It's plus two and a half in just a few spots. It's been two and a half all week. It is dropping today. So here's what I think. If you tease it from plus two to plus eight, that is still doable. So I'm going to give it out at two and a half because you can for sure get it if you shop. But Pittsburgh from plus two to plus eight is is there's nothing wrong with that bet right now I'm, I'm giving alternatives in, in different scenarios here but taking the Vikings from minus six to a pick them and taking Pittsburgh from plus two to plus eight that's a that's a very good bet still in my opinion so that's our teaser Vikings and the Steelers six point teaser for minus 120 so that does it for our show today good luck whatever you have going on today or tonight up cash and winners we'll talk to you tomorrow right here on sports betting daily